MRN's Classic Races are brought to you by Hercules Tires. MRN Radio presents the NASCAR Super Truck Series by Craftsman. Tonight, the Fast Mart 150. Sponsored by Ray Bestus. When it comes to safety, don't compromise. Say Ray Bestus, the best in brakes by Gatorade Thirst Quencher, the official sports beverage of NASCAR. Hey, life's a sport. Drink it up by your local Ford dealers who invite you to see the exciting lineup of tough Ford trucks by the next generation of diehard batteries by Plasticoat the official spray paint of NASCAR, and by Chevrolet. One car company has won more races in the history of NASCAR. Genuine Chevrolet. Over the years at the Virginia State Fairgrounds on Strawberry Hill, they've raced about every kind of vehicle you can imagine, from modifieds to NASCAR Winston Cup Series machines, but tonight a first. NASCAR Super Truck Series racers are on the speedway and they're ready to go in the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout. 150 laps. They'll be going green in just a little bit under two laps. The field now lined up behind the pace truck. They've completed the first and about half of the three pace laps that they'll make. This Richmond International Raceway, a three-quarter mile oval layout shaped like a D. The straight side of the capital D being the backstretch and the curved outside being the long winding sweep from turn number four down to turn numbers one and two. That Turn number two tends to be a very critical part of this speedway because of the sharpness of the corner. To cover the action for us there this evening, from Milford, Delaware, Mike Bagley. Thanks, Alan. Good evening, everyone. Positioned on a platform just at the outside of the entrance of turn number three. The premium here at Richmond is braking and acceleration. The drivers run hard down into turn number one, but they have to ease up off the gas to set the truck coming into the turn. And they have a tendency to want to mash the gas midway through the corner, but they can't do it because when they do, the tendency is for the rear end to kick out and swing around and nail the outside retaining wall. If they've done that correctly, dove into the corner, set the truck, feather the throttle coming up off the turn. They mash the gas for a five-second sprint down into turn three. They ease off the gas, get on the brakes, dive hard down into the turn. They all do this in about eight seconds. It's going to be a lot of bumping and shoving, and hopefully patience will win tonight as right now we're getting set to go green here at Richmond. 38 trucks lined up behind the pace truck. This race will be run in two 75-lap segments. 75 laps, then the halftime break, another 75 laps. They'll not be allowed to change any tires in any point during the race unless the the tire is down flat on the rim except... At the halftime break, they'll be allowed to change one set of tires at that point. So those are the ground rules as we get set to go racing. The field being shown the caution flag. NASCAR officials spotting a piece of debris on the speedway and sending a safety vehicle out to retrieve that. So they'll make one more pace lap before they turn them loose under this uh, green flag for the first 75 laps. What do you think? Any favorites? I'll have to go with Terry Labonte. I mean, he's been so successful in uh, both the Bush Series and the Western Cup uh, Series here at Richmond. So... I'll go with Labonte. Terry seeking his third straight NASCAR Winston Cup Series win at this racetrack when practice opens for that division tomorrow for Saturday night's Miller 400. For now, Labonte making his third NASCAR Super Truck Series by Craftsman start. And one more time, the green flag is going to be waved off. Another piece of debris spotted uh, about two-thirds of the way down the main straightaway towards turns number one and two. And an official sent from Pit Road to retrieve that. So one more time, they're going to give him the one-to-go signal when they come off the corner and try and reset 
reset the field and send them back around. This the 15th race of the inaugural NASCAR Super Truck Series by Craftsman Season. So far, there have been five different race winners in the first 14 events of the season. Mike Skinner, of course, being the dominant winner there, also winning races. Ron Hornaday has visited Victory Lane. Other drivers who have also won races this season include Joe Rutman and Butch Miller. And also winning a race earlier on this season was Ken Schrader, one of the early season races on a short track. And all of those drivers in the field here tonight, ready to make a run at it. How far back can the winner come from in the starting grid? I think that's a good question. Well, of course, in the Bush Series, we've seen Harry Gant come all the way from like 36 position to win. I think a lot of these drivers uh, back there have the experience. People like Cope back there some. Uh, you take Chad Little, I think he can uh, do a good job tonight. So there's a lot of ifs and ands, and we're going to find out about it in just a moment. And again, the issue of experience in a super truck, dealing with that chassis and how it's affected over 150 laps of racing versus experience on this racetrack. Terry Labonte and Joe Rutman on the front row. Jeff Bodine, Ron Hornaday in row number two. The field is coming off of turn number four, ready for the start. And let's see who's going to get the jump this time. They hold it down. Terry Labonte comes through the gearbox. He gets the jump on Rutman. Rutman could lose second to Hornaday, but he's hung up on the outside and slipping down inside is going to be Jeff Bodine. Terry Labonte swings his way into the lead off turn two. Battles for second. Jeff Bodine to the inside as we've got trouble midway through the back. One truck spins around. It's Jack Sprague. He'll collect two, three, four, five other trucks. Massive pileup in turn number two as the field exits four. Caution flag waving as Terry Labonte comes off of turn number four down to the start-finish line. Five trucks piled up in turn number one, all triggered in the middle of the field. It looked like Jack Sprague got turned around, some contact from behind, or the truck slipping away. Either way, Sprague ended up sideways across the racetrack. Five other vehicles piling up behind him with nowhere to go. It looks like the most severely damaged of those might be Butch Miller's. But and that's going to be tough on his uh, chances for the points. He's 127 points back in the point standings, and the right front of his truck has some substantial damage, and we're going to have to wait and see if they get it repaired. He'll probably come down the pit lane this time by. All of the vehicles have uh, moved away from the accident scene in the middle of turns number one and two. The only one showing significant damage is Miller. Sparks showering out, especially under the night lighting here, showing up extremely well for the fans in the grandstand. From that flat right front tire, some of the sheet metal is also bent up around the Ford truck, and Miller is coasting, I should say coasting, he's slowly motoring down the back straightaway, trying to get back around towards the pit lane, as is Jack Sprague in the Budweiser Chevrolet. So caution number one comes out on lap number one, a five-truck spin, for lack of a better way to say it. It really wasn't a pileup. It was more like a backup in turn number one. Butch Miller and Jack Sprague now heading down the pit road. First, let's cover the Raybestos stop. Miller slows towards his pit. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn? Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws? If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. 
Miller getting service there now. The crew coming around to the right side of the vehicle. Also, Sprague pitted just one spot in front of him, having a little trouble getting into the pit stall. Sprague's crew now going to work on the left side of his machine as Miller gets a new right front tire put on. Now, we just mentioned the tire rule for the event. The tire was all the way down and flat on the rim, so Miller allowed to get a new right front. He'll continue on away and go back onto the speedway without losing a lap. Sprague continues on the pit road, his crew working on his Chevrolet. Of course, the big loser was Butch Miller. Uh, Ron Hornaday learned something, I'm sure, on that first lap, Alan. He tried to go on the outside here at Richmond, and that just doesn't work until maybe later in the race, and uh, he lost a couple positions. And Jeff Bodine, the old sly fox that he is, he slipped it down inside and grabbed second. And uh, Hornaday got, got all the way out against the wall on the initial start. They were three wide there heading off into turn number one. Field getting the one-to-go signal. We'll go back to racing next time by. They sort out for a single-file restart. It is Terry Labonte, the leader. Jeff Bodine slipping into second. Joe Rutman sliding into the third position on the initial start. Fourth will be Johnny Benson. Fifth will be Mike Skinner. Ron Hornaday will fall in line in the sixth position. Bill Sedgwick will be seventh. Rodney Combs, Jr., eighth. Rodney Combs, ninth. Darrell Waltrip will round out the top ten. So all of the drivers who started the race in the top ten positions hold those spots for now. But they're all sorted out in single file this time. It's now the pace truck beginning to work down off the banking in turn four, behind the wall, and ready to go for a restart. Once again, this will come out on lap number four. And again, Terry Labonte heads the field. Right behind him is Jeff Bodine. And Labonte gets a good jump again. Rutman holds third. Johnny Benson is fourth, Mike Skinner fifth, and Hornaday wants fifth again, but he's on the outside again as Labonte comes off turn two. Battle further back of the field is Ron Hornaday swinging to the outside of Mike Skinner up off turn two. Hornaday is strong as the battles for the lead. Here's Jeff Bodine. He'll dive to the inside of Labonte in three. Bodine wasting no time going after the top spot. He tried to get it from Terry Labonte coming back to the caution flag on lap number one. This time he will have the lead, so already two leaders in the Fast Mart Super Truck shootout. Jeff Bodine leads the field back to turn Two. Everyone single file coming into the turn. It's Jeff Bodine at the head of the pack. Terry Labonte's behind him. Joe Rutman in the third spot. Everyone shuffling out now in the back straightaway. Further back. Battle for the, about the eighth position. It's Darrell Walter to the inside of Rodney Combs in the, in the corner. Top three. Got a couple of truck leaks ahead of Mike Skinner, who's trying to rally back now. Hornaday holds his fifth position right now. He's about two truck links back behind Mike Skinner as they roll on to turn two. Everyone being patient now in the early going. Everyone tucked in single file. One truck washing out of the banking. That's Bill Sedgwick. Almost opened up the inside lane for Rodney Combs Jr., but Sedgwick will close that door on the back stretch. Single file now all the way back through the first 12 cars. 12 trucks, rather. First one of the night there. Ken Schrader up on the outside of turn number four. Trying to get that 12th spot away. He goes to the outside of Todd Bodine. He'll beat Bodine. Now we'll go to the outside of Steve Portengay down in turn number one. This now for the 11th spot. Drag racing back into the turn. Schrader working hard on the outside. The AC Delco Chevrolet wound up on the outside lane. Portengay has no choice but to let him go. They're still side by side in turn three. But Portengay is not given up as Schrader and Portengay are side by side as they roll off turn four. Neither one with the advantage. Now Schrader gets a clear truck length out in front of Portengay. They've sliding down into turn number one. All right on the bottom of the racetrack and off two. Schrader has the advantage. Steve Portengay, though, has to watch his rear flank. Bill Sedgwick again trying to work the outside lane. Seems that Schrader opened that up for Sedgwick in the turn. Sedgwick is there. Check that. The Todd Bodine truck is there. Gary St. Amant brings his truck down to the pit lane as off of turn number four. That race for position continues. Looking at Darrell Waltrip. Try to get a spot away from Bill Sedgwick. Running now for the eighth position. Side by side in two. ODW tried it down low. He's got it wound up there, but Sedgwick is strong on the outside lane. DW drives racing with Phil Sedgwick to turn three. They're side by side. Sedgwick with a fender out in front. Darrell Walter with a truck he's had since November. They didn't finish it up until two o'clock this morning. So Waltrip's new old truck 
is setting the pace now for Sedgwick as they rocket down into turn one. Waldrop with the advantage over Sedgwick off turn two. Battle for third spot, though, is Mike Skinner facing a challenge for Ron Hornaday. Skinner shutting down the inside lane. Hornaday had to walk in single file. Skinner had to go to the outside to get around the lap truck of Gary St. Amand, who had just come back onto the racetrack off the pit lane. Across the start-finish line, it is Jeff Bodine, Terry Labonte, Joe Rutman, Mike Skinner, and Ron Hornaday, the top five early in the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout. Sir! Are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top 9 miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Larson brings his Chevy four tires to no go racing fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's back here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. One more lap. We'll go back to Green Flag Racing with Jeff Bodine leading the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout. Tonight's broadcast of the Fast Mart 150 is brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by the Richmond International Raceway to MRN Radio. Solely for the private non-commercial use of our listening audience, any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this race without the expressed written consent of NASCAR and MRN Radio is prohibited. Jeff Bodine taking the lead from Terry Labonte on lap number five. He's about to lead the field back around to the green flag. This will be the third restart of the event. The second caution, a quick one. Jeff Bodine up through the gearbox, gets a jump on Labonte. This time a good one. Rutman rides third. Fourth is Mike Skinner. Fifth, Ron Hornaday. A good jump by Bodine as he heads for turn one. Everyone single file coming back into the turn except for third spot. That's where all the competitors have to work around the lap truck of Gary St. Amant. Everyone shuffles down the back straightaway now. They will do away with that lap traffic as there's a battle for fourth. Ron Hornaday looking for the inside of Mike Skinner. Mike Chase in the diehard truck is going to be given a stop and go penalty for jumping the restart. He'll be receiving the black flag as he comes off turn number four and crosses the start finish line. First five cars have clear lap traffic now. They're all running single file. The challenge is for fourth. Now, right now, they come back into the corner. Double wide as they exit the turn. That's the lap truck of Gary St. Amant. He's down to the inside. Everyone will clear him. Now, as Johnny Benson swings by, Darrell Walter swings by, they will clear the St. Amant car. And the first five trucks have broken away. About ten truck links over Johnny Benson and Darrell Walter are about to do battle. Waltrip down to the inside. Caution is on the speedway. Two trucks have spun in turn number two. Jerry Glanville was one of them. Also another truck going around that uh, has now fired up and trying to continue on its way at the very bottom apron of the racetrack. But very quickly we go on to the third caution. 
of the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout, and that caution is going to be a break for Mike Chase. He's able to make his stop-and-go penalty as the field is slowing for the yellow flag, and he is going to keep from going a lap down. Now the other truck that was uh, spun and stalled at the bottom of turn number two has fired up and continued on away. That is the uh, truck being driven tonight by T.J. Clark, the Arizona driver getting his Ford fired up after looping around, and he too is going to continue away without losing a lap. So the third caution of the race coming out very quickly, lap number 17 for a two-truck spin over in turns one and two. On the uh, first caution of the race, we mentioned Butch Miller getting his Raybestos Ford dinged up a little bit. It made a couple of stops for service on the pit road. Let's follow up, see if we can get a report on the trouble there. Joe Moore is down in his pit. I'm here with the crew chief of the Butch Miller truck, Gary Showalter. Gary, what uh, is the damage on the truck? Well, we think we knocked the toe in out a little bit. and uh, The nose is knocked around a little bit, but I think we're going to be okay if we can make it to halftime. Did Butch say what happened over there? He said just uh, everybody was trying to get the same place at the same time. All right, that's Gary Showalter, crew chief for uh, Butch Miller's uh, Ray Bestas Ford. He must not be too bad off because he's picked up seven spots since he came back out. Well, that's going to be a good break for Butch Miller that we do have this uh, halftime, they call it, after 75 laps. They'll get a chance to work on that truck and get it back. We're one lap away from going back to green, and it looked like old DW's about ready to get up there and uh, do battle with the front five. The first five trucks had broken away about 10 truck lengths. Then there was a, the battle between Johnny Benson and uh, Daryl Waltrip. And Daryl Waltrip has gotten by that. Uh, well, he hasn't gotten by that truck yet, but uh, it looks like he will here shortly as we get set. Uh, good jump by Jeff Bodine that last time. And uh, he's getting up through the gearbox, but Terry Labonte's hanging right with him. And I think old Terry, I still think he's going to be the difference tonight if he can hang up at the front of the field like he has been. Well, Terry's trademark here at Richmond is that he's not the fastest vehicle early in the race, but he often comes on late, and he says he has this truck set up the same way to be strong later on in tonight's race. Ready to go racing, 19 of 150 laps complete. Off of turn number four they come. Green flag, Jeff Bodine again with a good jump. On the outside lane, the lap truck's down on the inside lane, led by Gary St. Amon. One more time, Ron Hornaday looks to the outside in turn one, but he falls back in line. Couldn't make the pass, though, because things got awfully narrow going into turn one. For now, everyone single file, swinging around the lap truck of Gary St. Amant. Everyone's shuffling down into turn three. No one stepping out of line this time. Still single file. Jeff Bodine with about a three-truck length lead over Terry Labonte. Right on his bumper is Joe Ruffman. Then comes Mike Skinner, Ron Hornaday, Johnny Benson, Daryl Waltrip, and Kenny Schrader up in the mix now. Here they come back into the turn. They swing off turn number two. Everyone single file. Jeff Bodine with his truck cranked up. Three truck lengths to lead for him over Terry Labonte, then Joe Rutman, Mike Skinner, and Ron Hornaday. Set the field for you as all the leaders run single file for now. It is Jeff Bodine. Terry Labonte, Joe Rutman, Mike Skinner, and Ron Hornaday, the top five. Then you've got Johnny Benson running six, now side-by-side for seventh. Kenny Schrader going up to the outside of Darrell Waltrip. He opens the outside lane, and DW's trying to rally on the inside, but Schrader is there. He gets a good bite off turn number two. Darrell Waltrip to the inside, Schrader to the outside in three. So Kenny Schrader taking the uncommon outside line here at Richmond, battling with Darrell Waltrip. He's just ahead of him, about half a truck length as they come by the start-finish line. This time he clears him. He's going after Benson on the inside down in turn one. Schrader dives to the inside, gets the fender up alongside, but has to back out of it as Benson puts the block on. Now on the backstretch, Schrader tries again. He'll peek to the inside. Schrader's on the move in turn three. Schrader started 15th. He's trying to get sixth away from Johnny Benson in just the first 23 laps of the race, and we've had three cautions in that 23 laps. 
laps. Dead heat at the start-finish line. Schrader inside. Benson outside. Schrader pokes the nose ahead. He'll take the sixth spot in one. He'll swing around and take the spot, and he'll leave the lane open for Darrell Waltrip. Meanwhile, further up, good battle for third. Mike Skinner gets the jump on Joe Rutman going into turn one. By the time they get to three, Skinner's up to third. Still the same up front with Jeff O'Dime with two truck links over Terry Labonte. Then there's a big gap back to Mike Skinner, Joe Rutman, and Ron Hornaday. As they head back into turn one. Everyone single file now. No one pressing the issue in the early going as Jeff Bodine brings the field up off the corner. Terry Labonte has broken away from the Mike Skinner and Joe Rutman battle. Speaking of that battle, Rutman slipped in turn two. Ron Hornaday will dive to the inside and take that spot, the third spot, in three. So Hornaday moving up a spot. Rutman falling now to the fifth position. You've got Schrader running sixth. Darrell Waltrip seventh. Benson eighth. Bill Sedgwick is ninth. Derek Cope in his first NASCAR Super Truck run. He started 14th. He's up to 10th. Diving to the inside, trying to take a look to the inside, but he can't make the pass. The front two at the head of the field, Jeff Bodine and Terry Labonte pulled away by five truck lanes over Mike Skinner. Sedgwick still holds the lead over Derry Cope in that bright straight arrow truck. And they come off at turn number four. Down to the inside goes Cope. Can he get him? He can't get him. He's go by the start-finish line. Cope, a veteran here at Richmond's, had some good runs. He runs back up on the tailgate of Sedgwick in turn one. Hard breaking coming into the turn. Cope is there, and Sedgwick will swing wide. But Cope can't get the jump up off the turn. He has to fall in single file. Make a note also, Jack Sprague, after being involved in that spin on the first lap and falling all the way to the end of the field, has worked his way all the way back up to the 20th position in the Budweiser Chevy. So a good run for Sprague tonight. Comes into the event running in the, the seventh spot in the NASCAR Super Truck Series by Craftsman Point Standings. We're early on in the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout. The leader is Jeff Bodine. Terry Labonte is chasing right behind him. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. 34, about to be 35, laps completed by leader Jeff Bodine. Early in the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout, 75 laps, the halftime red flag break, then the other 75 laps to run out and see who goes to victory lane in the first ever NASCAR Super Truck Series by Craftsman Race at the Richmond International Speedway. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR racing. Jeff Bodine and Terry Labonte continue to lead. Mike Skinner third, Ron Hornaday fourth. Ken Schrader has just taken fifth. And Darrell Waltrip moving around Joe Rutman, grabbing the sixth position. Kick Rutman back to seventh. In the eighth position now, you've got Johnny Benson. Ninth is Bill Sedgwick. And tenth is Derek Cope. Looking farther on back, eleventh is Todd Bodine. Running in the twelfth position is Mike Bliss. Thirteenth, as the field works its way down the main straightaway, is Hermie Sadler. His inaugural NASCAR Super Truck event. Dennis Setzer has the dodge in the 14th position and being shown in the 15th position at this point is Steve Portingay. That's the way they run now as the field comes off the corner and completes the 37th of 150 laps. And you talk about trucks moving up and trucks moving back. Kenny Schrader's moving up, but Joe Rutman is falling back. Winston Kelly's in his pit. Well, Jimmy Smith, the crew chief on the top car, is talking to his car owner, Ernie Urban. Jimmy, Joe's dropped back just a little bit. What's the problem with the car, truck? Well, right now we're a tick on the loose side. We were hoping the track was going to come around to us and tighten up. Well, we'll just have to wait and see, and hopefully lap 76 will come on and come in and adjust on it. 
That's the word from Jimmy Smith, the crew chief on that super truck, just a little bit loose right now. Darrell Waltrip has the Western Auto Truck on the move. He just took fifth away from Kenny Schrader, so Waltrip beginning to rumble towards the front. Darrell starting in the 10th position, and now already in the first 40 laps, he's worked his way up into the top five, and it's tightening up at the front of the pack also. Leader Jeff Bodine having some trouble negotiating lap traffic. Mike Skinner closing in in one. They swing around the lap truck of Bob Brevac coming into the turn, and it has tightened up for the lead. Terry Labonte was about three truck lengths back of Jeff Bodine, but now he's on his tailgate in turn three. Terry Labonte is just one truck length, make that a half truck length back to Jeff Bodine, and Mike Skinner is only about three truck lengths back from Terry Labonte as they work off turn four past the start finish line, and things are tightening up. They think these tires are coming into play right now as they're working to turn two. Next slap truck going counter is the Walker Evans truck off turn two. Terry Labonte's there. He closes up on the back bumper of Jeff Bodine. Doesn't make the pass now. Will stay single file as they work heavy lap traffic in three. John Kinder is on the pit lane in his truck. He is uh, being held there by an ASCAR Super Truck Series by Craftsman Official. We'll try and get an update there in a minute. T.J. Clark slows on the racetrack, brings his truck onto the pit road. He was involved in one of the spins earlier on that came out on lap 17, the third caution of the race. Just joining us, Terry Labonte started on the pole, took off, led the first four laps. Jeff Bodine took the lead away from him on lap number five and continues there. And now a challenge for the third position in traffic in turn four. Inside is Ron Hornaday and outside is Mike Skinner, but Walker Evans' lap truck holds up Ron Hornaday and he loses about three truck lengths to Mike Skinner. He tries to make it up for coming back into the turn and he does. He's only about one truck length off the back bumper. Meanwhile, the battle for the leads tightened up as well. Terry Labonte tried it in turn one. He couldn't do it because the lap truck of Jerry Glanville was there. Labonte on the back bumper of Bodine. And Darrell Waltrip is closing on Hornaday with Hornaday closing on Skinner and all three of those closing on the front two and traffic very heavy. Early on in the race, the leaders are back in traffic again in two. Third place, Mike Skinner working around the lap truck of Jerry Glanville. Now Ron Hornaday will try it to the inside, but he can't because Glanville's there. Coming into turn three, Hornaday tries to go three wide. He can't do it in the turn. Old DW's had some great runs here at Weston Cup races at Richmond. Side by side with Rusty Wallace, about 50 laps one night. Tonight he's got it geared up and taking care of those tires. He's right on the tailgate of Ron Hornaday as they head into turn one. Third, fourth, and fifth. Darrell Walter being the fifth place truck now as they work back into the turn on those to tail. Skinner slips in turn two. Here's Hornaday. Down to the inside. He'll open up the inside lane. He'll swing around Mike Skinner and take third. Appeared like there was a little contact between the two of those. Now Skinner tries to come to the bottom of the racetrack. Darrell Waltrip had the quarter panel of the truck shoved up underneath Skinner's left rear. They made contact. Waltrip lifted out. Skinner continued on away and they'll go single file to one. When Waltrip had to lift, that allowed Mike Skinner to pull away and Ron Hornaday too has left that battle. Meanwhile, further up, Terry Labonte, Jeff Bodine working, trying to work around the Kenny Allen lap truck. And Terry Labonte is there right on the tailgate of the Jeff Bodine as they work off turn four and some lap traffic involved there. Kenny Allen truck and Bob Strait truck are straight ahead and Bodine is going to go to the outside of the Allen truck. Heavy, heavy knot of traffic coming back into the turn and Jeff Bodine cannot get past the Kenny Allen truck. They go three wide. Bodine will split the two lap trucks coming into the turn. He will swing around, and now Ron Hornaday will close in on this battle. He goes to the outside of Labonte for second. Side by side, lap trucks right in front of second and third. Hornaday tries to make a hole. He bumps Bob straight. Straight slides up the racetrack. Terry Labonte trying to go down to the inside of Kenny Allen. Hornaday trying to go around to the outside. Hornaday trying to see which lane is going to open up, and for now it's none. It's Kenny Allen on the outside of the lap truck. Terry Labonte to the inside. Here's Hornaday. He'll try to go three wide. 
Labonte will put the block on. Everyone will stay single file around the lap truck of Kenny Allen. Hornaday seems to be real strong coming off the corners. He's looking down to the inside of Terry Labonte. Can't make the move now. They swing wide off turn four and they head for turn one. Hornaday still a trunk leak behind. Trying to do it in turn one, but can't. Now Labonte will slip a little bit. He uses too much brake. That allows Hornaday to close up on the tailgate. Hornaday takes a shot to the inside. Here we go. In turn three, here's Hornaday on the move. Going for the second position up underneath Terry Labonte. He will get it as leader Jeff Bodine comes off the corner, crosses the start-finish line to complete the 50th lap. 75, and we'll stop for the halftime break, then another 75 to the finish. It is Jeff Bodine, Ron Hornaday, and now Terry Labonte in two. Battling for the second spot. Labonte tried to take it away going into turn number one. He couldn't make the pass. Now Hornaday will go single file with Labonte. Further back, a good battle with Mike Skinner and Darrell Waltrip. That's fourth and fifth. And Darrell Waltrip has caught Mike Skinner again. He had lost about three truck links when they got together coming off turn four. There's a lap truck of Kenny Allen in front of him. Skinner swings to the inside. Waltrip right on his tailgate. Kenny Allen working the outside lane and Skinner down low. And Skinner has the use of extra brakes midway into the turn. That's allowed ODW to close up. On the inside, he'll take a look down low. He can't make the pass in turn three. He'll stay back in line. Leader Jeff Bodine still mired in some traffic now. Swings off of turn number four up to the outside of the Todd Massey truck. Hornaday and Terry Labonte trying to reel Bodine in who got away a little bit while they were racing side by side for position. Battle is for fourth spot now. Mike Skinner will slip coming into turn number one. Here's Darrell Waltrip down low putting the Western Auto Chevrolet Fender in there. He can't complete the pass off turn number two. He ducks back in line as they head to three. Skinner just a little stronger off the corner. Waltrip rallies back now back, back on the bumper of the Mike Skinner truck as they head off turn four down to the inside. Waltrip but there's a lap truck out in front. He can't make the move. He swings back right on the tailgate of Skinner. The Todd Massey truck was the spoiler in that near now. Here's Darrell. He's going to try the outside lane. He's tried the inside. It hasn't worked. He swings to the outside. That too will fail as he practically pushes the Mike Skinner truck in turn three. Waltrip trying to find a way around the NASCAR Super Truck Series by Craftsman Point Leader. They are racing now for the fourth position. Here's Jeff Bodine working lap traffic in turn number one. He ducks to the inside of the Scott Legacy machine. 54 of 75 laps in the first half of the race complete. Let's check on pit road. I'm in the garage with John Kendler. He's the first truck out. John, what happened? Uh, we might, I think we dropped the valve. Uh, lost the cylinder. Uh, it's just a shame. You know, Scott Motorsports has really helped me out and give me a chance driving this truck series. I want to run real good here for him, and uh, it's just real sad. All right, he's got the dubious distinction of being the first truck out tonight. That's John Kendler. There's a lot of traffic as they work off turn two. Jeff Bodine is able to get by the Scott Legacy truck. Hornaday still can't make up any time. We thought when he made it up through that traffic, he would be a factor against Bodine, but he hasn't been so far yet as they come off turn four. Of two trucks are straight in front of Hornaday. He can't make any moves there. Terry Labonte, as a matter of fact, is catching him as they go to turn one. Everyone trying to work through some lap traffic, and one lap ago, Darrell Waltrip was finally able to swing around Mike Skinner to take that spot. He'll come up off turn two now, and Skinner's not through. He tries to make a pass in the corner. Meanwhile, the leaders working heavy, heavy lap traffic in turn three. Jeff Bodine, Ron Hornaday, Terry Labonte, Darrell Waltrip, Mike Skinner, Ken Schrader. Those are the top six. You've got Joe Rutman running in the seventh spot. Derek Cope is up to the eighth position, rounding out the top ten, Johnny Benson and Bill Sedgwick. We've completed 56 of 75 laps in the first half of the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout. 
Richmond, Virginia, in the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout, live on MRN Radio. Alan Bestwick along with Jim Phillips, Joe Moore, and Winston Kelly on the pit lane. Mike Bagley covering the turns for us tonight. Terry Labonte led the first four laps. Jeff Bodine took over at lap number five. He continues to be the leader at lap number 64. He received a pretty good challenge back from Terry Labonte for a while. Now Bodine has extended his lead, and he's being pursued at this point by Ron Hornaday, who's moved around Labonte into the second spot. Terry running in the third position. Darrell Walter is fourth. Mike Skinner fifth. Ken Schrader running in the sixth position. That's the lead pack in and around some pretty heavy lap traffic. It really is and now it's going to be interesting to see what they do do in some of these trucks. You can see that some of them are washing out rather badly as they come off the turns but Jeff Bodine has been the steadiest rock all night long. He's holding the same uh, truck links over Ron Hornaday. He's held the last uh, 25 or so laps. Labonte has faded to third, but he stayed pretty well the same truck links behind Hornaday as they head into turn one. Everyone working single file now, coming into the turn, working around some lap traffic. The Scott Legacy car will separate second place Ron Hornaday from third place Darrell Waltrip up off off the turn. Kenny Schrader is close in on the Mike Skinner truck as now Skinner will work around some lap traffic. The John Nemechek truck in turn three. Caution on the speedway. This would be for the fourth time in the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout. The caution's going to wave on lap number 67 as the leaders get the yellow flag, flag and slow. There has apparently been some oil spotted on the racetrack by one of the turn observers that NASCAR has posted around the speedway. Mike Bliss's truck began smoking a little bit a couple of laps ago, although he is still out on the speedway and was pretty much up to speed when the yellow flag waved. But the report is that the officials have spotted something on the racetrack. They want to check and make sure that it's uh, not something that would be a danger to some of the race teams. So we do have the yellow flag for the fourth time in the race. And once again, it comes out on lap number 67 for Debris. If we are under green when we get to lap number 75, the Gatorade Front Runner Award will be handed out 1000 bucks to the driver who leads at halfway if he is participating in the Gatorade program. Jeff Bodine right now, pretty good candidate to get that, although with this caution flag, it gives Ron Hornaday the opportunity to close right up on Bodine's tailgate and have a shot at that halfway money if they turn him back loose. Well, if old Jeffrey gets the jumps he's been getting on Terry Labonte uh, the last couple of uh, restarts. I don't think that Ron Hornaday is going to have a chance for that Gatorade money, but this is going to be a tough break for uh, Mike Bliss if he has to lose those positions because he's been running up the top 11 all night long. Mike right now is uh, still on the racetrack and has not brought the truck onto the pit lane. Uh, The cleanup truck is looking around the racetrack now down towards uh, turn number three and four to see if uh, what some of the drivers thought was liquid on the racetrack is, in fact, something that needs to be cleaned up. So we are under caution for the fourth time. This just the beginning of a triple-header weekend here at Richmond International Raceway. A busy day on MRN Radio tomorrow. We'll have for you live coverage of Bush Pole qualifying tomorrow afternoon for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series teams at 5.30 Eastern Time, followed by live coverage of the Autolite 250 for the NASCAR Bush Series. We'll be on the air tomorrow night with that at 7.15 Eastern Time. Randy LaJoy, the last car of 62, make that 61 to qualify earlier on today on the second of his two laps. So the very last lap of qualifying, won the pole. At 119.846 miles an hour, David Green will start second. Kenny Wallace starting third, shooting for his third straight NASCAR Bush Series win here at Richmond. That's tomorrow night at 7.15 Eastern Time, live on MRN Radio. And then Saturday night, the NASCAR Winston Cup Series in the Miller 400. And Terry Labonte 
going for a third straight win here at Richmond. He won a year ago. He won earlier on this spring, and we'll have that one for you once again at 7.15 Eastern Time. As far as NASCAR Super Truck Series competition is concerned, we're going to follow the trucks on to Martinsville, Virginia, Saturday, September 23rd for the Goodies 150. We'll also be with you one week later, Saturday, September 30th at the North Wilkesboro Speedway for the Lowe's Home Improvement Warehouse 150, both of those live on MRN Radio. The Truck Series will go back out to Sonoma, California for a date that was rained out earlier on this year in March. That's the Subway 100 coming up October 7th. They'll also be at Bakersfield, California, the Mesa Marin Raceway on October 15th, and then conclude the very first season of Super Truck Competition on Saturday, October the 28th, with the Goodwrench Delco Battery 100 at Phoenix International Raceway in uh, Arizona, and MRN Radio will be there live to let you know who gets crowned champion from this very tight points race. I'll tell you what, we're going to find out how good the bumpers are on these trucks when they go to Martinsville, Virginia. There's no question about that, and uh, how that they're going to deal with those sharp turns there. And 150 lap race, you can do a lot of framming and bamming there. Field about to complete the 70th lap. They'll get the one-to-go signal, so we should be racing back around to the halfway point. And while we get ready for the restart, let's check down on pit road. Well, we talked to the super truck crew chief, Gary Dehart, who on Terry Labonte's truck, who also is his crew chief on the Winston Cup truck, Winston Cup car. said they're just a little bit loose right now. They hope to tighten it up during the caution flag period with Dave Resendiz, the crew chief on Jeff Bodine's truck. Dave, what's he saying about it? Uh, he says it's pretty good right now. Uh, we got a couple of little situations with it, uh, but we're trying to hold him back. And, uh, you know, he, he was trying to take off from the field there, so we're holding him back a little bit. But he says the truck's running good. But, you know, we got 70 laps on the tires, and, uh, you know, the truck's starting to wobble a little bit on him. But uh, we'll be all right. Another five laps come in, get some new Goodyears, and uh, hopefully we'll stay right in front of him and uh, go all the way. What type of changes do you have to make during this halftime besides the tires? Uh, we haven't decided that. A uh, couple minor adjustments. Uh, maybe we'll do something with uh, the front or the back. We're not sure. Davis, and he's not quite wanting to tip his hand here. He's been confirmed with a lot of the, the team members here. Danny Glad, who's the engine builder on the Winston Cup car, is down here helping out the team. So they're trying to decide their tra- strategy for the halftime here at Richmond. Field about to come off of turn number four. We'll see if they get the uh, signal to get ready to go back to racing in one more lap. They're going to complete now the 70th lap, and we'll have uh, five more to go before the halftime break. They'll run 75 laps, and then we'll give them a couple of minutes to make some changes on the vehicle, something done by NASCAR in this first Super Truck Series season in order to allow the teams to basically get to know these vehicles. And if they miss guess on a chassis setup that basically they have no records to work from, they're just out to lunch, well, they give them a halftime break and a chance to work on it and then we'll run out 75 more laps around the track and see who makes the trip to victory lane the field's going to go racing next time by normally i don't like uh, halftime breaks at races but for this series i think it's really helped uh, the competition and made all these great finishes we've had this year and uh, like we started out at phoenix we had the halftime and they had a chance to work on these trucks and get them equal and it's, it's been a lot to this series. I think that uh, it was a good move in the first year of this division. Whether it'll continue or not next year, haven't really had any indication as yet, but uh, certainly something that's helped the level of competition throughout these races, and Lord knows we've had some exciting finishes in these events in the first 14 of them that have been run. About set to go back to green, Jeff Bodine, the leader, has slamming Sammy Swindell, the former sprint car ace, down to the inside of him as they come off of turn number four, leading the lap down trucks, trying to get back on the lead lap. And let's see how bad Jeff Bodine wants that Gatorade money. 
Hardy. He looks like he wants it pretty bad. He gets a two-truck length lead over Ron Hornaday as they go into turn one. Swindell is in the inside of Hornaday. Swindell tried to put the block on Hornaday coming into the turn, but he couldn't do it. Here's the battle for the lead. Hornaday swings to the outside. Up off turn number two. He can't complete the pass. He'll fall in line for now. Everyone single file to the outside of the lap traffic. As tough as Bodine has looked in the first 72 laps of this race, Hornaday right now looks like he's on the charge and got the whip out on that Chevy truck. He's looking down to the inside of Bodine on this boat out front straight away. Can't make the move yet. Go back in line. Single file. Papa John Chevrolet now looking to the outside again of Bodine, but he just thinks better of it. He'll pull back in line. Single file. Further back, Darrell Waltrip getting a little itchy. Tried to go to the inside of Terry Labonte. Can't do it. They have to work around the lap truck of Sammy Swindell. Now Ron Hornaday says, I'm going to go to the outside and see if I can get by Jeff Bodine, but Bodine comes up in front of him as they cross the start finish line. Now he swings down inside as they head to turn number one. Ford and Chevrolet side by side coming into the turn and Jeff Bodine puts the block on hard on Ron Hornaday. Hornaday had to slam on the brakes coming into the turn but now as they enter turn number three Jeff Bodine a half a truck length lead into the corner. Hornaday went all the way down to the apron of the racetrack to try and get around. Here comes Jeff Bodine to the halfway money. Bodine will lead Hornaday back to the start finish line at lap number 75. He will pick up the $1,000 Gatorade front runner award. I'm telling you, Hornaday went after it big down in turn number one. He had the left side wheels of that truck all the way on the apron, and I have a hard time believing he even got it back up on the banking without crashing himself, let alone Bodine, but a good piece of driving there, and Jeff is able to lead him around, collect the halfway money and the Gatorade front runner award, and now Everybody will be heading to the pit lane to make their halftime adjustments. We'll check in with some of the front runners in just a minute. Flash. And Richmond, Virginia, International Raceway, live coverage of the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout on MRN Radio. We're at halftime. 76 of 150 laps are complete. Let's hear from the race leader, Jeff Bodine, took over the lead on lap number five and held it to the yellow flag at lap 75. Winston Kelly is alongside his truck. Well, actually, this is Joe Moore. I'm standing by with Jeff Bodine. Looks like the truck's handling great out there for you, Jeff. Well, it feels really good, yeah, but uh, I saw that red truck behind me. Uh, and I'm sure Labonte and Rutman, they're making some adjustments. They're going to be quick. Uh, a three-truck. Uh, I see old D.W. back there. Hey, he's never driven a truck before. Uh, he doesn't even own a truck for the street, and he's driving on a racetrack. He's looking good, but we're hoping uh, we can stay out front, and it should be nice to win a, a truck race. Uh, we're going to try like heck. You guys haven't made many adjustments to the truck here on the stop. Uh, must be handling perfectly for you. Well, I don't know if anything's perfect. We're looking at the, the tire sheet right now. Uh, we could uh, be a little bit better. We're going to try to adjust it now. That's Jeff Bodine. He's showing the way. Now to Winston Kelly. Well, Ron Hornaday sitting in his truck. He's been talking to his crew chief, Doug Rickard, about how it's been running. He did a whale of a job keeping the car out of the wall. Now, now uh, crew chief Doug Rickard's helping pick the truck up. Ron, you've had a great run going thus far. How about it? You got to have to make any changes? Well, I'll tell you what, Doug Richards and the guys did a great job in his Papa John Chevrolet. Uh, uh, we'll just see what we could do. We just made a little air pressure adjustment, and uh, I just hope nobody gets any better. I mean, we've got a pretty good truck right here. They put a good uh, Chevrolet truck underneath me with the Goodyear tires, so we'll see what we can go up front. You seem to be one of the few trucks that can run high and low on the track. Well, I haven't figured that out myself yet. It's just one of them I get in too hard in the corner, and it stays there, and it cuts back. But uh, I got a super good truck. These guys uh, done a great job in his Papa John Chevrolet with RCCA helping us. But uh, Hope to see everybody in victory lane, but uh, it's a long race left, and we'll see what we can do. That's the word from Ron Hornaday, currently running in second. Well, it looked pretty good all the way down to the apron of the racetrack on that uh, last lap before we had the halfway caution flag. Old DW had this truck in the shop since November. They've been working on it a little bit all along, but didn't get it finished up till 2 o'clock this morning. 
But he's in the top five. With DW, here's Joe Moore. All right, Daryl's uh, crews all gather around talking to him as he's sitting along here. Daryl, we were just talking to Jeff Bodine. He said, you have no business being out here in the truck. You don't even drive one on the street. Look, I got a chrome helmet. I got chrome shoes. And that's a pickup man if I ever saw one. <laughs> and that thing is performing for you tonight. Uh, it's running great. I mean, uh, really uh, exceeding our expectations. Uh, they just got the thing put together this week, and everybody's worked real hard. And uh, we didn't practice a lot, qualified well, and uh, here we are running pretty good. So uh, pretty exciting, really. All right, he may not look right in this thing, but he's certainly doing a great job. That's Darrell Waltrip. It's here from the winningest driver in Super Truck competition this year, the point leader Mike Skinner at the red flag. He is hanging out in the sixth position. Winston Kelly is there. Well, Mike Skinner has a swarm of people around him. Richard Childers, Will Lynn's been here talking to him about the changes that they're making on the truck. One of the crew members has stuck their head in the right side of this truck to determine what type of changes that they are going to make. Richard Childers has been talking on the radio to him. Richard, what type of changes have you had to make, if any? Well, the truck's real tight right in the center, and... Uh, it's making him get loose off. You know, we're a pretty decent start with, and uh, it's just one of them deals. We got a little worse as the run went on. We didn't really know which way to go here. We're going to see if we guessed right. Which way did you roll the dice? Uh, we decided to tighten him up a little more. That may be wrong, but we're going to see. That's the word from Richard Childers. Obviously knows how to set up a car. Now he's trying to roll the dice, he and Will Lynn, on this super truck. The halftime break just about over. Field beginning to roll back onto the speedway. They'll form up on the back straightaway. So let's set the running order for you at lap 76 of 150. There are at this point 18 trucks on the lead lap. Jeff Bodine is running out front. Second is Ron Hornaday. Terry Labonte third. Darrell Waltrip in fourth. Mike Skinner in fifth. Ken Schrader is sixth. Joe Rutman seventh. Eighth is the truck being driven tonight by Derek Cope in his uh, maiden voyage in that machine. Bill Sedgwick is running ninth. Todd Bodine is 10th. Mike Bliss runs 11th. 12th is Dennis Setzer. In the 13th spot at this point is Rick Corelli. 14th is Johnny Benson. And 15th is Steve Portengay. 16th is Jack Sprague. 17th is Butch Miller. And 18th, the last truck on the lead lap, is Hermie Sadler. A lap down in 19th, Sammy Swindell. Running 20th is Toby Butler. 21st is John Nemechek. 22nd, Scott Lagasse. Kenny Allen runs 23rd. 24th is Tommy Archer. And 25th is Rodney Combs. Running in the 26th position is Bugs Harefield. 27th at this point is uh, Bob Keselowski. 28th at the halftime break is Walker Evans in the Dodge. The 29th place truck is Bob Strait. And 30th is Mike Chase. 31st is Jerry Glanville. 32nd is Rodney Combs Jr. 33rd is Gary St. Amant. 34th is Chad Little. And running 35th is the truck of Bob Brevac in 36th position. A couple of laps down is Todd Massey. Running 37th is T.J. Clark. And 38th and out of the event is the John Kinder entry. And that is the running order as we've reached the halfway point. Been a real interesting race so far, Alan. I, uh, Jeff O'Neill has surprised me uh, staying up there. I thought maybe that uh, Labonte was going to be the man. Maybe he will be in the second half and, and Darrell Waltrips, he's hanging around the top five also. They're about to get the field realigned and roll them off and get us back to racing. If you're listening to us tonight up in the New England area and you're not far from uh, Stafford Springs, Connecticut, you might want to zip over and catch the rest of the 150-lap NASCAR Bush North Series Grand National Race tonight. And I say the rest not because it's already running. 
frankly, it may be, but because it is a resumption of a rained-out event that happened earlier on this summer. It was rained out. They are resuming the race tonight at lap number 18. Andy Santer, the main driver, will be the leader when they wave the green flag on that. Also with their final Winston Racing Series program of the season. That's at Stafford Springs Connecticut Motor Speedway tonight. If you're in that area, you might want to pop on by. So here we are getting ready to resume the second half of the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout. We've had five cautions in the first half of the race, two different leaders. Terry Labonte the first four laps and Jeff Bodine from then on. Only one truck is out of the race, that John Kinder, who dropped out after the 35th lap with uh, an engine problem. Among the point contenders, Butch Miller, the only one encountering any trouble. He was tangled up in a caution spin. In turn number one on lap number one, dinged up the left front, excuse me, the right front corner of his Ford. He made repairs and has continued on, but Miller has not made his presence felt yet up uh, among the leaders and uh, as a threat to win the race. Right now, Miller being shown 17th and on the lead lap. Other than that, everybody is uh, lined up and about ready to get this thing back underway. And we're going to have a little bit more company up front, too, out on these uh, lap trucks up there. I've got Swindell up there. Toby Butler is up there. And Butch Miller, you know, he didn't make any run to the front. I wonder if, if the, they got his truck a little bit better for him. Like we pointed out earlier tonight, he's uh, only 127 points out of the points lead, but this race being one of the final few, he needed to make something happen tonight and got tangled up early there. Yeah, sure did. So uh, it'll be tough uh, to see if Butch can overcome some of that and work his way back to the front, salvage some sort of a good finish on this after being tangled up in the first caution. Here comes the field now, rolling behind the pace truck off of turn number four and not ready to go back to uh, green flag racing yet as they're still getting everybody formed up and in their proper positions as the field works its way off of turn number four and across the start finish line 150 laps is the distance of this race tonight and uh, they'll be getting the green probably around lap number 77 or 78 when they'll turn them back loose Talking with Mike Skinner earlier on today, uh, getting ready for tonight's broadcast. Uh, what a season it's been for Skinner and the Richard Childress team in the inaugural NASCAR Super Truck Series round. Skinner in 14 races already this season with nine pole positions, and he's visited Victory Lane uh, an impressive six times already in the first part of the season. Mike says that sometimes they've had the best chassis and engine, sometimes they've had the best chassis, Sometimes they've had the best engine. Three or four of the times that we've won, I really felt like we had them uh, outhandled and out, you know, outrun with the motors and chassis. And uh, you know, a couple of the races we had to scrap real hard to win. So, you know, we've we've been able to complement each other. You know, the 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 chassis guys, uh, myself, Richie Burgess, Jesse Cope, Will Lynn, we've been able to get the thing handling good enough to complement the motor. And when the handle is off just a little bit, the motor's been good enough to complement the truck. From the looks of the first half of this race, it appears as if tonight's one of those nights where the handling is not quite as good as Mike would like it. We'll see if they've been able to affect some changes at halftime here that'll get him up there banging around for the win. You got it, banging around. He's a scrapper. He, he kind of reminds me of Earnhardt in a lot of ways, uh, Alan. He even looks a lot like he, him. He looks like yeah. him, and uh, some of these short track races, he's had to assert himself. And he has asserted himself and to come away with a win. That's politely said. Mike Skinner right now running in the uh, fifth position 
as the field comes down and gets ready to get a signal to go back to green flag racing. Again, 75 laps. Then we had the yellow flag halftime break. Now we're going to run the remaining 74 laps of the race. They'll get the green as they complete lap 76. It is Jeff Bodine, the leader, with Sammy Swindell leading the trucks a lap or more down to his inside as they get ready for the restart. And Bodine comes up through that gearbox. Right behind him is Hornaday, and he can't get away this time as Hornaday sticks right on his bumper as they head into turn one. Ron Hornaday now will swing down to the inside, forces his way and muscles his way through. He swings around Jeff Bodine for the lead. Meanwhile, further back behind Bodine, it's Sammy Swindell, then Terry Labonte with the lap truck of Toby Butler in turn three. I think Hornaday felt like he needed to get the lead now or he might have trouble getting it back from Jeff Bodine. Here's Bodine all over the tailgate now, off of turn number four, trying to hang in there and force Hornaday into a mistake down in turn number one, see if he can't get the lead back. Here they go, under braking into turn number one, now over to turn two. Bodine is there on the back bumper, looks to the inside coming out of the turn, but can't make the pass as they break into turn number three. Bodine on the back bumper of Hornaday. And I don't think that Jeff Bodine liked the way Ron Hornaday got by him as he leans on that back bumper off of turn two, and he leaned off it off turn four, and he's only about a half trough length behind. Trouble off of turn number four. Steve Portingay, contact from behind, spins around up into traffic. Drivers evading left and right. Everybody's going to get around. Bob Breback has to spin his truck to keep from piling in. Everybody is going to get away, including Portingay, but the caution flag is going to wave for the sixth time in the Fast Mart Super Truck shootout. Contact in traffic sends Steve Portingay spinning down the front straightaway. Ron Hornaday is the leader. We're back under green, and Jeff Bodine is pressuring Ron Hornaday again on the backstretch. Here he comes down to the inside. Bodine will swing to the inside of Hornaday. They're side-by-side in three. He wants that lead, and he's going to get it as he swings by Hornaday off turn number four. He gave him a shot going down the back straightaway to set him up. Then he got his truck straight, and he's got a one-truck lead in turn one. Hard breaking into the corner. Now Ron Hornaday trying to regroup and see if he can swing back around Bodine. Up off the turn. Hornaday gets a good bite. Swings wide up off the turn, but Bodine has the lane covered, and Hornaday will have to stay single file. Jeff Bodine, Ron Hornaday. That's the front two. Terry Labonte running third. Darrell Walchip is fourth. Mike Skinner right on his tailgate in fifth. Sixth is Ken Schrader. Running a little farther back in seventh is Joe Rutman. Todd Bodine has just taken eighth away from Derek Cope. They're all single file. Working back into the turn. No one stepping out of line. Further back, Todd Bodine working around the lap truck of Scott Legacy. Now Legacy gets a tap from Toby Butler. Has it completely sideways. He corrects now. He spins around. He'll swing to the left, then to the right. He'll slam hard on the brakes. And oh, he gets nailed by Butch Miller. And also one other truck. They make contact. It was the Walker Evans truck and also Butch Miller nailing Scott Legacy as Legacy was broadside of the racetrack. Evans hit him in the hood, and also Miller hit him in the tailgate. He was broadside to the racetrack, but now the Butch Miller truck has come to rest on the backstretch along with Scott Legacy. Everyone else was able to pull away. Oh, when you're almost sitting still, you're a sitting duck, Alan. That's what happened right there as he just couldn't get the truck going fast enough. A tap from the back of one of the other trucks, sending Scott Legacy wiggling and wobbling off of turn number two. He fought it. He fought it. Finally, it got away. Most of the field got by, but a couple of them in the back of the field, including Walker Evans, were not able to. The front of Evans collecting the tailgate of the Scott Legacy truck, and it has put us under caution for the seventh time in the Fast Mart Super Truck shootout. Let's go back to the backstretch. Scott Legacy did a fantastic job coming up off the turn. He got a tap from Toby Butler. He corrected once. He corrected twice. He corrected once. He corrected twice. He almost had it. Then he got nailed by the Evans and Walker trucks. But uh, right now, safety crew's on the scene and waiting to see uh, what's going to happen here on the backstretch. Got some debris back here. It's going to be a few minutes before we can get this cleaned up. Tough break for 
Scott Legacy, who was running at the uh, time of the caution uh, uh, one lap down, but uh, having a decent run nonetheless. But right now his truck, along with that of Walker Evans, sitting on the back straightaway and the uh, front of the, excuse me, the uh, truck rather of Butch Miller sitting on the back straightaway and the front of Miller's truck is very heavily damaged and that's going to be very costly for Miller in terms of his standing in the NASCAR Super Truck Series by Craftsman Points. He was running in the fourth position coming into the race and uh, Miller running 127 points behind the leader is Alan all. Butch Miller has climbed out of his truck and Scott Legacy has just climbed out, put the window net down. He's hopped out and is walking away to the Amulets. So good news from the back straightaway, a very hard impact for Miller and Legacy, but both drivers will be just fine. This does put us under caution for the seventh time in the race as Jeff Bodine leads the field past the start-finish line. Heading down the pit lane is Toby Butler, the uh, driver from Kirkland, Washington, who was also involved in that. Some uh, damage on his truck as he comes down the pit lane to the attention of his crew. So Butler needing some work done there to get that truck back in racing trim before he can go out onto the speedway. So uh, lots of uh, activity all of a sudden early on in the second half of the race. It puts us under caution fairly quickly on after that uh, two-truck accident out on the back straightaway. We talked about those tires before this race that some of the drivers and the crew members said it would take about four laps before they could really get enough heat in these tires to make them work properly. And I think that's uh, the case there for Jeff Bodine. His truck just wasn't handling the way he wanted it when we started off this second segment. But after about four laps when those tires came in, Jeff went to the front. And I think part of that uh, played into that equation was the fact that, hey, Ron Hornaday is in the thick of this championship scramble in the, the NASCAR Super Truck Series. He's had a couple of bad finishes earlier on this season, and he knows he can't afford any more bad finishes. He can't take the chance from now to the end of the season. We can't afford a bad race. Uh, you know, you, you don't want to wish nothing on anybody, but... Uh, you know, it's going to take a tough time to beat that three-truck right now, and uh, he's got to have a bad race. He hasn't had one yet, and if we can uh, run the way we've been running and finish in the top three or four like we have been, uh, that's what we're looking for. Ron Hornaday running third in the standings right now, 94 points behind leader Mike Skinner. At this point, Hornaday running second in the race, and Skinner's running in the top five. So Hornaday couldn't press the issue with Jeff Bodine too much at that point. He kind of had to play a little conservative and hand. Of course, Skinner has a lot of competition to get by there with Darrell Waltrip and uh, Terry Labonte ahead of him, that uh, two Weston Cup drivers, that uh, and also uh, Jeff Bodine. So those drivers have been holding Skinner at bay. He fell back to sixth before that break, and right behind him you have uh, Kenny Schrader's also giving him all he wanted tonight. And he's another guy that he can't afford to go in there and just uh, slam fenders with these Weston Cup guys because he's the points leader, and he was only 46 points ahead of Joe Rutman. And Rutman has been hanging around the top eight. And it's uh, going to be interesting to see whether Rutman can rally back. He started second tonight but quickly fell back and then stabilized and stayed in the top eight. So it's going to be interesting to see if he can stay there. Rudman with one of two Ford wins in NASCAR Super Truck competition this season. Chevrolet has a dozen of them, and with the win at Flemington a couple of weeks back, locked up the inaugural NASCAR Super Truck Manufacturers Championship. Ron Hornaday's win at Flemington delivered the, uh, the knockout punch, if you will, that wrapped up the crown for Chevrolet in this first season of competition on the NASCAR Super Truck Series. But Jeff Bodine has that Ford F-150 out in front this evening and is trying to find a way to victory lane to get his first win in NASCAR Super Truck competition. Good run for Todd Bodine also. He's having a good run here tonight. Todd driving the Roush Racing NASCAR Ford Super Truck. Todd says that, hey, these trucks are pretty fun to drive. They're a lot of fun um, because the fact that you have no aerodynamics to help hold the car 
or the truck, you, you rely solely on the, the handling of it. And if you overdrive it a little bit and get out of shape, you can get past. And in turn, you can pass people the same way. So it, it creates a good race. It creates a lot of excitement. Um, they are a lot of fun to drive. You know, it's, uh, it's a little different feeling, the, uh, the actual handling of it. And then with sitting in the pickup, you know, you got a big cab in there, and it's just a different feeling. Todd Bodine in the Roush truck right now, running in the eighth position after starting the race back in the 13th spot. So Bodine advancing five positions over the course of the first half of the race. No pit stops except for a couple by Toby Butler under this uh, caution flag. Winston Kelly, something different about this form of racing is we don't see that big flurry of activity under the yellow flag with the halftime break coming into play here. Now with the rules restrictions that we have that you can only change tires under that halftime situation, you don't have that flurry of activity. The truck's coming down pit road. We've stepped into uh, Kenny Schrader's pit. Tim Cahoot, the crew chief, is talking to one of his crew members. Timmy, you said you had some problems uh, the first half of the race, although the truck was running real good. What type of changes did you make during that halftime caution? Well, it seems like these trucks, or at least our truck, getting in the center of the corner, the thing didn't want to turn real good, and then center out, the thing was loose. So we decided to do little deals with uh, put a rear sway bar. We hooked it up and put some cross weight in it, try to get it off the corner better. Right now, we didn't run long enough to know if we helped it, but we didn't hurt it, so we're all right. That's the word from Timmy Cahooth. He answered our second question to see if we had run long enough to see if the changes that they had made to try to tighten that truck up had made a difference. That's what we've heard from several of the team members, that the truck is a little bit loose going in and tight coming off the corner or vice versa. So a lot of crews chasing their super trucks here tonight. Continuing cleanup from the seventh caution of the FastMart Super Truck Shootout. Right now the lead being held by Jeff Bodine. A lap away from the restart in the FastMart Super Truck Shootout. We've completed now 92 laps of 150. Joe Moore is with one of the drivers involved in the accident that brought out the seventh caution. Well, one of them went straight to the infield care center. Scott Lagasse climbed out of the ambulance under his own power, walked inside. They're checking him out now. Butch Miller surveying the damage. Looks like it's just about killed, Butch. It's dead. You know, un- unfortunately, the Red Best at Ford Credit, you know, we, we didn't belong in the back. And... And uh, I qualified it back there, so, you know, I guess I deserve to run in the back when you qualify back there. But but you get in trouble when you run back there, and we need to learn to qualify up front. You I need to. You survived one incident earlier on that was coming back up to the field, and, uh, again, this has completely put you out, but it looks like you're okay. Oh, we're fine. It, you know, the like I say, this thing's bleeding like crazy, but but we'll fix it. All right, that's Butch Miller. He's out. Well, let's see if uh, Ron Hornaday can do anything with Jeff Bodine this time as we get back uh, set to go under the green flag again. It's uh, Bodine up front. In second is Ron Hornaday. Third goes to Terry Labonte. Darrell Waltrip is fourth. And rounding out the top five is Mike Skinner as the super uh, truck, pace truck, moves on to the pit lane. And we're going to have a start here. And on the outside is uh, the lap truck is Jeff Bodine. Right behind him is Hornaday. And the green flag is waving. And Jeff Bodine comes up through the gearbox. He doesn't get away from Hornaday this time, but he's got the advantage as they go to turn one. Hornaday drives in deep, coming into the turn. He'll swing around the outside lane. They're side-by-side in turn two. Bodine, strong down low, will get a fender out in front. But Hornaday pushing the issue in three. He'll stay on the outside as they come to the turn. Bodine inside, Hornaday outside for the lead. They've swapped it a couple times among them already. Hornaday can't get it done on the outside. He swings behind Bodine, looks to the inside across the start-finish line. Won't be able to hook that up either. Mean- 
time. Third place, Terry Labonte trapped behind two lap trucks. John Nemechek and Sammy Swindell will block Terry Labonte. He can't get up to the front two. The front two have pulled away by about ten truck lengths as they hit three. This time, Sammy Swindell gets advantage over John Nemechek, and Terry Labonte is able to slip by Nemechek, but he's losing ground of the leaders as they come past the start finish line. He swings down to the inside trying to get by Sammy Swindell. Labonte with the fender down and low. He'll shuffle Swindell to the outside lane. He'll open that lane for Darrell Waltrip. So post Labonte past the lap truck of Swindell. Darrell Waltrip now to the inside of Swindell. That's a dead heat to three. There are still some 17 trucks on the lead lap as we approach the 100 lap mark. Field completing now lap number 97. Make that 96 they complete. Jeff Bodine, Ron Hornaday, Terry Labonte, Darrell Waltrip, Mike Skinner the top five. Rutman, the sixth place truck in traffic. Trying to work to the inside lane, but he can't. Lots of lap traffic there. He'll swing around one lap truck. That's the Swindell truck. Now Kenny Schrader will fight with Sammy Swindell as they enter turn three. Todd Bodine right behind Schrader. And Schrader gets the advantage over Swindell. Right behind him is the rallying Todd Bodine. He's trying to make up some ground. Started 13th. Trouble off of turn number four. Jerry Glanville spins around out of traffic. Down onto the trialable grass, separating the racetrack from the pit road. He doesn't even go a complete 360. He spun it 90 degrees sideways. Brought it back around onto the grass. The field passed by. The coach continues on away and will stay under the green flag. So the green flag continues to wave. Bodine comes back off the corner now and looks like Terry Labonte's beginning to chase down those front two in one. Another chase taking place for fourth. Mike Skinner trying to put the pressure on Darrell Waltrip coming into the turn. That is the battle for fourth spot on the backstretch. Here's Skinner. He'll poke his Chevrolet down to the inside. He's up along Darrell Waltrip in three. They're dead even as they come into turn three. Skinner's going to get the advantage. And pulling along with him is going to be Joe Rutman down to the inside. Rutman gets uh, even with Darrell Waltrip as they head into turn number one. Fourth place battle. Rutman will swing around and take the position coming into the turn. Darrell Waltrip stuck in the outside lane. Will pull back down in line and keep Ken Schrader behind him. Meanwhile, everyone single file in the turn. Kick Waltrip back to the sixth position. Put Schrader in seventh as Rutman once more advances into the top five. He is in the fifth position. Running behind Schrader in seventh is Todd Bodine in eighth and a long ways back to Derek Cope in ninth. Johnny Benson in tenth. Side by side for the 11th spot. You've got Mike Bliss racing there for position. He's working alongside a couple of other trucks. Mike Bliss down low. Got his truck working hard down low. He'll swing up off the turn. A huge knot of traffic just in front of them. It's the Sammy Swindell lap truck with Garrett Cope and Johnny Benson Jr. Cope side by side with Sammy Swindell. Right on his bumper is Johnny Benson trying to break the top 10, get inside. But Cole pulls him off as they go down into turn one. Swindell, the advantage on the inside. Meanwhile, further up, Terry Labonte has swung around Ron Hornaday to take the second spot. He will swing around that position, post Labonte the second. Behind them, Daryl Waltrip and Ken Schrader side by side in turn three. Running for the sixth position, Schrader inside, Waltrip outside. A couple of veterans of racing many laps on this racetrack. Schrader pokes the nose of the truck out front of the start-finish line. Waltrip has to slam the door because Todd Bodine's going to try and follow Schrader through. Now Bodine will swing around the outside lane and try Daryl on the high side. Bodine's got his truck revved up. Daryl can't get back in line. He's stuck in the low lane. Bodine with a clean shot in turn three, but Daryl Waltrip is still there. Well, it's worked for some trucks tonight. Let's see if it worked for Todd Bodine. He will clear the Daryl Waltrip truck this time as they go by the start-finish line. Waltrip will lose another position. That's four he's lost as we return to green. Daryl Waltrip down low, trying to keep the block on from the lap truck of John Nemechek. Meanwhile, checking at the front of the field, Terry Labonte has tracked down Jeff Bodine. He's on his back bumper in three. Ron Hornaday has failed 
faded from that duo. So now Labonte trying to get the lead away from Jeff Bodine. He looks low off of turn number four. Not able to draw alongside across the start-finish line. Will he poke the nose inside in one? He'll fall back in line instead. Ford and Chevrolet battling for the lead up off turn number two. Labonte can't do anything because Bodine is strong up off the turn. Now coming into the entrance of turn number three, they have to go around some lap traffic. Labonte cannot make a pass. So what else is new? Terry Labonte is going for the lead at Richmond. He tries the inside on Bodine this time, but Bodine swings high, keeps the advantage about a half truck length ahead as they go back into turn number one. Labonte's going to try the high side now coming into the turn. Bodine has the inside lane completely blocked, but Labonte, by taking that outside lane, will get the revs up. The RPM skyrocket. Here he comes down to the inside. It's the battle for the lead in three. Bodine trying not to leave any room there. Terry nudges him a little bit up the banking. Here he comes down to the inside. Side by side off the corner. Bodine by a couple of inches at the start-finish line. Labonte, though, edges out in front in turn one. Labonte pushes the button coming into the turn, and he'll wash out a little bit. Bodine will try to take advantage of that and swing down low, but Labonte is there. Coming at the entrance of turn number three, the front two nose to tail, but they've got to be careful. Ron Hornaday is closing in. Jeff Bodine tried to get him loose off the corner, couldn't do Trouble it. Trouble in turn two, Kenny Allen's truck breaks loose. He'll swing around and spin to the inside. He collects no one else. Everyone does a great job of getting by, but Kenny Allen spinning in turn two, his truck now at the bottom of the apron of turn two. So caution number eight is on the speedway as Kenny Allen spins his truck. Terry Labonte gets the lead over Jeff Bodine. Ron Hornaday, as they were battling, got back in the mix, but he was about three truck lengths back before this eighth caution of the evening as Kenny Allen spins off turn number two. Less than a lap from going back to green. Dennis Setzer is going to pull his truck behind the wall. He will join there. The latest retirees, Walker Evans, Butch Miller, and Scott Lagacy in an unscheduled pit stop for driver Bill Sedgwick running in 15th on the lead lap, Winston Kelly. Well, they just shut the motor off on this truck. Not sure exactly what the problem is. It appears to have an overheating problem on the front. They're checking the radiator and water boiling out the front of this Chevrolet's truck. So a tough break for the former NASCAR Winston West Series champion. He'll be on the pit lane with the hood up as we get set to go back to green flag racing. And Terry Labonte heads the pack, and he comes up through that gearbox with Jeff Bodine right on the bumper. Can't get away from Bodine this time as they swing down into turn number one. Front two swing around the lap truck of John Nemechek, but Nemechek strong on the inside. He'll pull up alongside second place Jeff Bodine. They're doing that battling, and that's allowed Terry Labonte to pull away by about a truck length. The leaders single file to the outside of the lap traffic. Bodine clears the traffic. Now Ron Hornaday up to the outside of the Nemechek machine off of turn number four. Front three will now clear lap traffic. Then you've got next in line. Mike Skinner, who's caught back with some heavy lap traffic. Joe Rutman and Ken Schrader also making a little contact racing for the fifth position. Joe Rutman had to force his way down in line in front of Ken Schrader. They were battling with the lap truck of Sammy Swindell. Everything sorted out okay, and now Swindell will battle with Todd Bodine and Rodney Combs at three. But Mike Skinner is held back behind John Nemechek and Chad Little. Both those trucks running side by side. He's going to try to split them as he goes across the start finish line. Can't do it as he swings down into turn number one. Mike Skinner did the smart thing by applying the brakes in front of them, the lap traffic racing double wide. Todd Bodine now to the inside of uh, one of the automobiles as they enter the turn. Mike Skinner now working to the outside of Chad Little. Little contact in turn three. Little now racing side by side with John Nemechek. They are not on the lead lap and Skinner is trying to stay in contact with the front three right on his tailgate. He has the fourth place truck, or excuse me, the fifth place truck of Joe Rutman, the sixth place truck of Ken Schrader, the seventh place truck of Todd Bodine. All those trucks beginning to rumble as we reach the late stages of this race. Let's go to pit road. I'm in the garage with Dennis Setzer. He just pulled his Dodge back here. What happened, Dennis? Well, we had a little problem with the Taylor Talks Dodge in the engine department. 
take a bow, if not loose, or something like that. That's Dennis Setzer. He's out tonight. So Terry Labonte continues to lead. Jeff Bodine is second. Third, Ron Hornaday and Mike Skinner after he got by that traffic trying to rally back. And Joe Rutman, who was running eighth as we had the halfway, is now up back up to fifth as they come off turn four. So whatever Rutman's crew did at the halftime break has worked, and they've gotten that truck back on rails again. Now the question is, does Rutman have enough laps to close in on the front few without help from a caution flag? Here's Ken Schrader trying to clear lap traffic in one. He works to the inside of Chad Little coming up off turn number two. Schrader is strong on the inside. He will swing around the Chad Little truck. That opens the lane for Todd Bodine, but Todd cannot take advantage of that in three. So the top six trucks have cleared lap traffic now, and they go past the start-finish line with the Bonnie holding about a six-truck length lead over Jeff Bodine. Here they come back into the corner. Everyone single file now. Run the front three trucks. Third place, Ron Hornaday closing up on Jeff Bodine for second. Hornaday swinging a little wide up off turn number two, trying to track down second place, Jeff Bodine. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR racing. When the leader, Terry Labonte, comes back off of turn number four and crosses the start-finish line, he'll complete lap number 120. There'll be 30 laps to go in the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout. MRN Radio with live coverage for you from Richmond, Virginia tonight. The first of a triple-header weekend of NASCAR racing from Virginia's capital city. Tomorrow night, the NASCAR Bush Series Auto Light 250, live at 7.15 Eastern Time. That following our coverage of Bush Pole qualifying for the Winston Cup teams. We'll be here at 5.30 Eastern Time with that. And then Saturday night, the Miller 400 from here in Richmond for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. That broadcast also beginning at 7.15 Eastern Time. Right now we have a total of 15 15 trucks on the lead lap as we close in on the finish here at Richmond. Setting them for you, Terry Labonte, the race leader, Jeff Bodine second, Ron Hornaday third, Mike Skinner fourth, and Joe Rutman fifth. Sixth is Ken Schrader, Todd Bodine is seventh, Darrell Waltrip running in the eighth spot with Derek Cope running in the ninth position, and tenth is Mike Bliss. Johnny Benson is eleventh, Jack Sprague runs 12th, 13th is Rick Corelli, 14th is Hermie Sadler, Steve Portingay runs in the 15th spot. And that's the last truck on the lead lap as Hornaday is trying to rally back against Jeff Bodine as they come off turn two. Hornaday had lost about three or four truck positions, but now he's coming back and Jeff Bodine seems to be closing just a little bit on Terry Labonte. Bodine's having his problems coming off turn two. Can't seem to get the bite. So Labonte gains a little bit more as they go to turn one. Chevy Thunder rumbling down low. Ron Hornaday has that Chevrolet wound up coming into the turn. Bodine isn't coming up off the turn like he was in the earlier. Now Bodine slips in two. Here's Hornaday looking to the inside in three. Bodine puts the block on. Hornaday is going to try the outside. Hornaday runs right into turn number three hard. Zips up along the outside of Bodine's four. They'll come fender to fender off the corner. Hornaday by inches at the start-finish line. This for the second spot. Hornaday trying to edge in front of Bodine in one. Hornaday will swing around and take the second spot, but he's still on the outside lane, and Bodine is digging down low, but up off the turn, Bodine has to tuck in single file. He'll fall right in behind Ron Hornaday in turn three. And again, Jeff Bodine loses a little bit off turn number two, but he's trying to rally back off turn number four. The body of these two racing is going to gain more positions on him as they go into turn number one. It's still Ron Hornaday, but Jeff Bodine's right on his bumper. Bodine looks to the inside, coming into the turn, but he can't make the move because Hornaday is Strong midway through the turn, and especially coming up off turn two. Hornaday punches the button. He'll now set his sights on the leader, Terry Labonte. Caution waving at the start-finish line. It looks like the engine in Chad Little's truck has gone up in a plume of smoke, and the yellow flag is waving for oil on the racetrack. It'll come out on lap number 126. 
for oil going into turn number one, apparently off an engine failure on Chad Little's truck, and that lead Terry Labonte had is now gone. He had an eight-tenths of a second advantage on Ron Hornaday. That'll all disappear, plus throw some lap traffic into the mix on a restart, and they're going to have to line it up and do it all over again as we continue to close further and further towards the finish. But we haven't had uh, that many engine failures tonight. That is... The first one of that nature that we've had tonight in uh, talking about the gears that they put in these trucks before the race. Some of these trucks, or most of them, turning 8,500 RPMs uh, with these uh, limited compression engines. Alan, I think they've done a pretty good job tonight for this uh, bigger racetrack that they're normally running on. And getting the gearing down on this racetrack was difficult because uh, the tire was a different size than a lot of the teams tested on here. But they've adapted very well and Chad Little will become the sixth truck to fail to finish tonight's Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout. Terry Labonte trying to wrap up a win. About set to go back to green flag racing. The green will wave on lap number one. 30. There'll be 20 laps to decide the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout in Richmond, Virginia. Terry Labonte trying to hold off Ron Hornaday, Jeff Bodine, Mike Skinner, and Joe Rutman. He's got the Rodney Combs lap truck down to his inside. Combs down to the inside, outside Terry Labonte, and here he comes up through that gearbox again. He gets a jump on Hornaday, only about a truck length this time as they go back into turn number one, but he's cleared the Combs truck. But Ron Hornaday has not cleared him yet. He's in the outside lane. Now he will swing around Combs. So put the lap truck of Ron D. Combs behind second place, Ron Hornaday. Hornaday now closes up on the back bumper of Terry Labonte in three. Jeff Bodine settling in behind Combs' truck for now. Here's Hornaday pressing to the inside off of turn number four. Trying to get a fender up underneath Terry Labonte's quarter panel. Won't be able to do it. He'll fall back in line single file as they race to one. Meanwhile, third place Jeff Bodine. He's trying to get by the lap truck of Ron D. Combs. He will be alongside him as they exit number two. Meanwhile, Hornaday trying the inside lane. Got a little loose, a little contact with Terry Labonte. They're side by side in three. Ron Hornaday is hungry. He wants that lead. He wants this win. He needs to win to gain points, and he's trying to get it by Terry Labonte, but he can't do it as they go across the line. They're dead even as they go into turn number one. Two Chevrolets side by side battling for the top spot. It's Terry Labonte on the outside with Ron Hornaday on the inside. Hornaday is strong down low. He'll reach out by about a half a truck length. Meanwhile, Labonte rambles back on the outside. They're still side by side. They'll give Ron Hornaday credit for leading lap number 131. Here they come off the corner. This time it'll be Terry Labonte at lap 132 who'll edge out in front by about a foot. They're side by side again in one. Nobody give it an inch at the top, at the front of the field. Now Hornaday will edge out in front of Labonte and he'll swing around and take the lead. Gets loose again. He's got to swerve down to the inside to miss Labonte. He will not collect him. Everyone stays straight. Labonte has the advantage off the turn. Hornaday swung wide off of two. Almost collected Labonte but Labonte's going to get the advantage come off to turn number four by a trunk leak now as Hornaday gets wide as they go into turn number one. While all that battling was going on, it's allowed third place Jeff Bodine and fourth place Mike Skinner to close in. They're all nose to tail off the turn. Single file off turn number two. Terry Labonte at the head of the field. Ron Hornaday, Jeff Bodine, then Mike Skinner. Skinner with the lap truck of Rodney Combs behind him. Then Joe Rutman, Ken Schrader, and Todd Bodine all in order before another lap truck. That's Sammy Swindell. Then side by side for position, Darrell Waltrip and Derek Cope. We follow the leaders back to one. Here they go back into the turn, watching that battle between Derek Cope and Darrell Waltrip. Cope will get that spot coming into the turn. Darrell Waltrip holding down the inside lane as Johnny Benson Jr., the lap truck, tries to swing around him. Everyone keeping in single file formation, working to the inside of left traffic in three. As we pointed out, only a couple seconds have separated the winners this year. That was at Indy earlier. Terry Labonte has about that lead right now over 
Ron Hornaday. Ron Hornaday trying to shut down the distance coming into the turn, and he's going to do it just by a little bit up off the turn. Hornaday now has his sights set on Terry Labonte. Two truck lengths separate positions, one and two in three. Everybody single file, nobody close enough to make a move among the front six now. Derek Coben eighth, leads Darrell Waltrip in ninth by a couple of feet. Johnny Benson clearing lap traffic. He's in tenth. Running in the eleventh spot is Mike Bliss. Twelfth on the racetrack is Jack Sprague. Those trucks in heavy traffic in one. Jack Sprague right behind Mike Bliss coming into the turn. They're working around the lap truck of Mike Chase as they exit turn number two. Meanwhile, further up, Darrell Waltrip has thoughts of going to the inside of Derek Cope. He cannot complete that pass. Darrell Waltrip, one of the trucks that has slid back during this segment of the race. He's right on the bumper of Derek Cope as they come off turn four, but he can't make the pass. Cope has it straight. Waltrip down to the inside this time, trying to make the moves to go to turn one. Darrell Waltrip has an itchy finger coming into turn number two, and he can't still get that inside lane. Cope is good up off turn number two, although he slips this time. Darrell is not able to take advantage of that. He'll stay behind Cope in turn three. Terry Labonte appears to be spreading his advantage on Ron Hornaday, who is spreading his advantage on Jeff Bodine. Bodine's got company in the form of Skinner in one. Good red Chevrolet closing in from the XI Batteries Ford. Now Skinner drifts way wide in turn number two. The Truck broke loose on him. He did a great job of chasing it up the banking. Meanwhile, battle for the lead. Hornaday to the inside of Labonte. Well, when Labonte seemed to have a comfortable lead, he has now lost it as Ron Hornaday slips by on the inside. Here comes Labonte to rally back on the inside. Hornaday's going to try to cut him off. They touch as they go into turn one. There's dead even in one. Side by side, but Labonte will swing around and take the top spot. Labonte drifts wide in the turn. Hornaday's there. They make contact. Up off turn number two. Hornaday gives a nudge to the back bumper of Labonte. Labonte has to fall in single file. Hornaday right behind them and Bodine on the back bumper of Hornaday. Neither of those trucks getting off turn number two very well right now. It might just be who has the advantage on the last lap. Lobotti and Hornaday now with company from Jeff Bodine as they go back to turn number one. Nine laps to go. Ford to the inside of Chevrolet and now they touch Bodine. Hits Hornaday. Hornaday's truck spins around and nails the outside retaining wall. Up off the turn. Hornaday now will drift down the bank right in front of heavy, heavy traffic. Everyone hard on the brakes but Hornaday is able to drive off. The tenth caution flag of the night. Ron Hornaday spins in front of Jeff Bodine. The two trucks made contact. Hornaday goes around. Couldn't tell whether you made much contact with the outside wall or not, Alan, but it's uh, going to hurt Ron Hornaday's point chances as he comes by the start-finish line. Yes, he does have some damage to the rear, the tailgate especially of his truck, so Hornaday's crew is going to have some work to do because they've got to clear that left fender from the tire. Hornaday racing for the second spot with Jeff Bodine. Bodine was in third, looked to the inside of Hornaday and won. Hornaday came down, feeling he had the advantage, maybe not seeing Bodine, but there was contact between the right front corner corner of Bodine's truck and the left rear of Hornaday's. Hornaday ends up edging into the outside wall in two, and we go under caution now inside of ten laps to go. The field is going to come off of turn number four and complete lap number 143, so there are, at least are seven laps left to go in this race. Let's get a report from the Ron Hornaday pits. Winston Kelly is there. Well, Doug Rickert and the crew have been talking to Ron Hornaday as he came by us. We saw pretty substantial damage to mostly the left rear trunk lid of that automobile or or of that truck as he came by us. There's a little bit of damage on the right rear of the truck as well as he's pulling down here. And as Jim Phillips mentioned, this is going to hurt his points championship chase significantly. He's 93 points out of the lead, only 48 back of second place Joe Rudman. This trunk deck lid is pushed back in on the left rear of this red, white, and green truck. They're peeling it away on the left side. They're trying to pull it back from this left rear tire. Now, Doug Rickard was telling Ron Hornaday to pull off. Now, they've held him up a little bit. They're going to send him back out. 
Lost a lot of aerodynamics, but again, it's pushed in on the left rear of the truck. All right, now there are 15 trucks on the lead lap here. We're inside of 10 laps to go, so when they restart, they'll start with those 15 lead lap trucks in single-file formation at the head of the pack. So that may minimize some of the damage to Hornaday in terms of giving him an opportunity to get up through traffic in the last five or so laps of this race. It's also going to put Jeff Bodine right on Terry Labonte's back bumper. They'll go at it for the win. Never know. Mike Skinner running in third. If he can uh, miss the wreck, might come out as, as the winner of this race. You never know with the way we've seen the finishes of these things this year. The trucks have really gotten the basic, the biggest problem has been off turn two, Alan. Yep. Uh, the Skinner just a while ago was uh, closing in all at once. He went up uh, toward the wall off turn number two. Same thing happened to Terry Labonte. And let's go to pit road. Well, Dave Rezendi's the crew chief on Jeff Bodine's truck. He's been talking to him. It was a little bit loose a little earlier on. Dave, the truck the truck seemed to be just a little bit loose earlier. Now, Jeff's come back. What he's, what's he saying? Well, he's complaining that it's a little bit loose, but uh, it seems to be coming back to him a little bit. Uh, those guys uh, seem to be coming back to us. Uh, well, by the time we get this cleaned up, it looks like we're going to have two or three laps for a real quick get-go, and I told him to go for it, so we'll see what happens. That's the word from Dave Resendez, who drives the super truck when Jeff Bodine's not available. And right now he's serving as the crew chief on it. Gary Dehart, who's the crew chief on Terry Labonte's DuPont Chevrolet truck, sitting here. He's been talking to him. Do you have enough to hold him off, Gary? Well, I don't know. I tell you, uh, the 16 truck was pretty strong. Bodine took care of him, but we don't, we're not sure about Bodine. That's the word from Gary Dehart. He's going to roll the dice. Hope they have enough to hold off Jeff Bodine. Five laps to go. Terry Labonte following the pace truck down into turn number one. They've just crossed the start-finish line under caution with five laps left in the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout. When we go back to green, they will go single file with the lead lap trucks at the head of the pack. All 15 of them. Ron Hornaday will start 15th in line. If you're running behind Terry Labonte, you've got Jeff Bodine, Mike Skinner, then Joe Rutman, Ken Schrader, now fifth. Sixth now belongs to Todd Bodine. Seventh is Derek Cope. Darrell Waltrip is eighth. Mike Bliss is ninth. Johnny Benson now showing tenth. Eleventh is Jack Sprague. Running twelfth in line will be the truck of Rick Corelli. Hermie Sadler, thirteenth. Steve Portengay, fourteenth. And then Ron Hornaday in the fifteenth position. Those fifteen trucks single file at the head of the line as the field comes off turn number four to complete the 146th lap. There are now four laps to go in the race. This tra- uh, track is so wide, Alan, that you can't really block a guy here like you can at the Martinsville or Wilkesboro because there's so much track width. So that's the, the thing that Ron Hornaday, I think, was trying to do to uh, Jeff Bodine was to kind of pinch him off a little bit. And uh, you really got to be faster than the guy here if you're going to win. Right now, the uh, NASCAR officials working with uh, team crew chiefs and spotters to try and align the restart order giving the signal for the lead lap trucks to begin moving towards the front and get in their position so we can turn them loose now. Field working with uh, now four laps to go. They'll come back around. It looks like we're probably going to have a two- or three-lap shootout to the finish of the race, and it'll be very, very interesting to see Terry Labonte and uh, Jeff Bodine going at it for the win, a couple of Winston Cup guys, basically nothing to lose, not trying to protect any points as far as going for this win. And then you've got old Mike Skinner sitting back there in third, the series point leader, who would like nothing more than to come out of this race 
with a padded advantage. Remember that uh, Butch Miller, the fourth-place driver, has had trouble. Also, the third-place driver, Ron Hornaday, just having trouble for this last caution. He does have Joel Rutman, his second-place driver, right in his tailgate, but uh, an opportunity anyway to thin out the ranks of those pursuing him a little bit if, uh, if he can. have only one truck to deal with uh, right now. Uh, Rutman is 46 points behind the points leader, Mike Skinner. But, like you said, if the first two trucks get a little over-aggressive, Mike Skinner has it all to gain. Uh, seventh win of the year if he can, uh, uh, like you said, avoid the wreck. 147 on the board. 150 make up the race. They've been given the one-to-go signal. When the field comes off of turn number four next time by, they'll get the green flag for a two-lap shootout to the finish of tonight's race. They call it the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout. They're going to get just that, a two-lap scramble to the green, the white, and the checkered flags to see who will visit Victory Lane for the very first time in a NASCAR Super Truck here at the Richmond International Raceway. Terry Labonte, Jeff Bodine, Mike Skinner, Joe Rutman, and Ken Schrader. That's the first five. Then Todd Bodine, Derek Cope, Darrell Waltrip, Mike Bliss, and Johnny Benson. We're set to decide it. And here comes Terry Labonte up through the gear box. He gets uh, just a little bit of advantage over Bodine, but Bodine rallies back as they head into turn number one. Only a half-truck link behind. Single file working into the turn. It's Jeff Bodine taking a look down low. He's up on the back bumper of Terry Labonte. Here they come up off turn two. Bodine cannot make a move. Further back, one truck breaks loose. That's Mike Skinner. Almost collects the outside wall. He uh, drives away. Does not make contact. Here is Bodine nudging Terry Labonte's left rear quarter panel. Bodine dives underneath at the white flag. It's a dead heat. Labonte by inches. Bodine is inside of him. The last lap into turn number one. For the final time, coming into turn number two, it's Labonte to the inside. Bodine to the outside. They make a little contact up off turn number two. They touch again. Halfway down the back stretch. Now at the entrance of three, it's a dead heat. Bodine to the inside. Labonte to the outside. Terry Labonte washes out just a little bit. Jeff Bodine gets a little bit of an advantage. They come off the tournament. It's going to be Labonte coming up, and Labonte's going to win at the finish line. Terry Labonte will win his first super truck race of the year, and it was about two feet over Jeff Bodine. Labonte just edging the front bumper of the Chevrolet out in front of Jeff Bodine after they ran side by side for the entire white flag lap. Another thrilling NASCAR Super Truck Series finish, and Terry Labonte is going to go to victory lane. We'll hear from him and the other top finishers as we continue our coverage from Richmond, Virginia. NASCAR Today continues on MRN Radio. A wild finish to the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout at Richmond International Raceway. A green-white checker situation with Jeff Bodine and Terry Labonte running side-by-side over the entire final white flag lap. And Labonte is going to come away the winner by about 18 inches. Taking his first NASCAR Super Truck Series by Craftsman win, Jeff Bodine will finish second, Mike Skinner third, Joe Rutman fourth, Ken Schrader will grab a top five finish. He will come home in the fifth position. On the cool down lap after the checkered flag, Ron Hornaday pulling alongside Jeff Bodine on the pit lane, bumping a couple of times. Hornaday took his car to the gas pump area and is down there right now instead of taking his car to the garage where he should have. So obviously Hornaday upset over the incident on lap 142 where he and Bodine made contact and he spun out in turn number two. Joe Moore is down at the gas pumps. Well, I'll tell you what, the two drivers are standing here at the gas pumps right now just kind of discussing this. They're doing it as gentlemen, no pushing or shoving, anything going on like that. Jeff Bodine just climbed from uh, his truck as Ron Hornaday pulled over to, to talk with him. Jeff, pretty exciting race here this evening. Uh, you almost came up at uh, just a few inches short. Yeah, I'm really disappointed. Uh, ran so good in the first half and then uh, got underneath Terry, and I thought I was going to get him, but 
he's pretty strong, and he had a good truck tonight, obviously. Uh, he won the race. But uh, it was good, close racing. Uh, you know, Horner and I, I just talked. Uh, you know, we got a little different idea on what happened down there. He was wide and cut down, and there was some oil down there, and that's why they put the caution out. And, and they put some speed aid right now. But, I mean, all in all, it was a good race. A uh, brand-new truck for us. We're like to have it in victory lane, but congratulations to Terry. Uh, I hope the fans enjoy this race. This is what super truck racing is all about, and I'll tell you, it's this way every week. All right, that story from Jeff O'Dine. He finishes second. We'll hear from Ron Horner today in just a moment. Well, I'll guarantee you the fans got their money's worth tonight. Well, I'd say there's a happy bunch of folks down in victory lane. Let's visit with Winston Kelly. Uh, again, congratulations from general manager Jimmy Johnson. I tell you, back at Richmond, Terry Labonte back in victory lane. There's Gary Dehart talking to him. Terry, I tell you, that was a wild last lap. Tell us about it. Yeah, well, it really was there. You know, we got the green, and it seemed like it took my truck a couple laps to get going good, and uh, Jeff got up alongside me. And I uh, went in turn three there, and I thought it went in a little early, little too hard, and I slid up a little bit too high, but I was able to get, the, get in the throttle and uh, beat him back to the line. So it was a great run for us. Got to thank our sponsor, DuPont, uh, and all the people, GMAC and Valvoline, all the, all the guys that help us on the super truck here. Just before that halftime break, so to speak, the truck seemed to be backing up just a bit. What type of changes did you make? Well, we made some ch- some uh, chassis adjustments there. The thing was awful loose coming off the corner, and it got to where it would push in the center. And uh, Gary and the guys worked on it there, and uh, they told me it was going to be good, and, and uh, they were right. Now you're doing triple duty this weekend. Anything that you can parlay from driving here in the super truck to the Bush Grand National and the Winston Cup races this weekend? Well, the bad thing about it is we run three different tires every night. If it was the same tire, I'd say, you know, something might really uh, carry over. But uh, the Bush car is a little bit different, and then the Cup car is a little bit different too. But uh, I think our, our Bush car handled awful good today, and we didn't qualify as good as we hoped to, but I think we'll have a good run tomorrow night. Back here at Richmond, and a familiar face, Terry Labonte in victory lane here in the Craftsman Super Truck Series race tonight. If you add up all the different forms of NASCAR racing over the last couple of years, Terry Labonte has been one of the most successful of all. He's won NASCAR Bush Series races. He's won NASCAR Winston Cup Series races. And here tonight at Richmond, he visits victory lane in a NASCAR Super Truck Series by Craftsman event. Terry Labonte, winner of the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout. Let's go back to Joe Moore. I'm with uh, Ron Hornaday, and uh, he's walking up in the truck here. Ron, your version of what happened there when you were racing for second? Well, it's hard. You know, we got bundled up. Uh, Terry, uh... And I was running side by side there, you know, and we got a little bit of oil on the track from somebody, and uh, they gave Bodine a chance to run with us, you know. Uh, halfway through the end of the race, he couldn't even run with us. He's half straighter behind, and all of a sudden, uh, Terry and I started racing side by side. Uh, took a while to get underneath Terry, and uh, I just looked like uh, Jeff missed his brake pedal or something. I don't know. But uh, it's a shame. You know, here we're running for points. Uh, we were just trying to run in front of that three truck and see what we can do. Uh, we're really looking for the win, but we had the truck to win. Uh, Doug Richards, the guys with his Papa John Chevy, done a great job, but... Uh, I don't know. I'm going to think about this one. Uh, I don't know if I want to go cup racing or not. Uh, uh, I don't know if I came down on him, whatever, but uh, the back bumper is just covered with blue paint, and it shoved it all the way up to the, the fuel cell, so I couldn't tell you. All right, tough break for Ron Hornaday. Certainly is a tough break for Ron Hornaday since he was uh, third in the NASCAR Super Truck points. Let's go back to Winston Kelly. Uh, locking, walking along beside Mike Skinner. Mike, it looks like you guys chased that truck all night long, but it came on there at the end for a good third-place run. How about it? Well, that's what we came here to do is, you know, we just need to top five these guys to death if we can. But uh, I'll tell you, the GM Goodwrench service truck ran awfully well tonight. The biggest thing wrong with it was the driver couldn't tell his crew what to do to fix it at halftime. So we just had to uh, make a decision. Uh, I think we went the wrong way, but it was my own fault because I didn't know which way to tell them to go. So uh, we'll do a little bit better at Martinsville, I think. we got a few more laps of experience there than we do here. Still nothing to sneeze at. Six wins this year, another top five for points leader Mike Skinner. 
And we calculate that Mike Skinner will come away with a 51-point lead over Joe Rutman at the conclusion of tonight's Richmond Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout. Gary Dehart going to take home the 1000 bucks from Plasticoat, the official spray paint of NASCAR. The Plasticoat Quality Finish Award, he the winning crew chief there, will collect that money tonight. Jeff Bodine led it halfway. He picked up the $1,000 Gatorade Front Runner Award. A couple of other awards to be handed out uh, still being determined. The Featherlight Trailers Long Haul Award and the Ventvisor Brand Super Deflector Award will pass those along with you uh, if we get the results before the end of our broadcast. Let's go back to the garage. I'm with uh, Ken Schrader over here in his truck. Got his uh, shirt off, cooled off a little bit, drinking some Gatorade. Ken, great race, a fifth-place finish. Not bad tonight. Yeah, you know, we were just fifth-place trucks. The only problem, uh, actually, we were sixth-place, and Ron had some trouble. But uh, we were happy, you know. Uh, this is only our, I don't know, fifth-truck race we've been at, and uh, truck ran good. We just need just up a little better. We feel pretty good. You know, that was, that was Schrader racing, and we was out there, and that was, uh, you know, the Hendrick truck and the Childers truck and Jeff Bodine's truck. So we felt like we was in some good company. Looked like fun. Ken Schrader finishes fifth. Well, Joe Rutman is lucky in a way. He fell back and he rallied back. He's only 51 points back. Winston Kelly. Uh, we're still looking to catch up with Joe Rutman. We just saw Ernie Irvin, Jimmy Smith, and the crew pushing it back toward the garage area. They didn't know where he was. Ernie kind of joking with us, saying, well, he's a little bit tired. He may be passed out in his truck, so uh, we'll go chase him down in the garage area. So we'll hear from Joe Rutman and give you the complete finishing order of tonight's race and get you set for tomorrow night's NASCAR Bush Series action as we continue from the Richmond International Raceway. This is MRN Radio. Tonight's NASCAR Super Truck Series by Craftsman Race at Richmond is in the book. Terry Labonte is the winner. Jeff Bodine finishing second. Mike Skinner third. And a good run for Joe Rutman. He finishes fourth tonight. Let's hear from him. Just like Mike Skinner, you guys chased that truck all night long as well, but you made some major league adjustments there at that halftime mark and brought it back. What were they? Well, I, I don't think the boys would tell me because they probably thought I was going to scare <laughs> scare me, but, you know, Jimmy Smith and uh, a fellow by the name of Larry Mack, I think, was helping us there in the pits too, and Ernie and, and uh, everyone, I really don't know at this point who, who all was involved in making the changes, but it was uh, really uh, a fantastic move, whatever it was, because it made a tremendous difference. And uh, I just want to tell uh, my mom, you know, be, be at the phone because I'm going to phone 1-800-COLLECT and please, 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 please uh, accept it. What were the tendencies of the truck before and after the halftime mark that made the change? Well, it was, uh, it was, it was pushy and loose and uh, just doing all kind of terrible things. And and we did have a little problem with the, uh, we had some warped rotors, rotors in the front, and when you, when you really worked on the brakes on a restart, you'd kind of chatter the front end, and I couldn't get a rhythm going right off the bat. I mean, that's, we got beat. That's just only little thing that we could have changed that made it better. Uh, we run where, where we belonged, uh, where we should have been. Uh, you know, we, we couldn't have passed Mike. Uh, if I got close enough, I tried to bump him. No surprise that they came back. The brain trust of the Robert Yates crew, Larry McReynolds, Robert Yates in there helping Jimmy Smith and Ernie Irvin. Joe Rutman comes back forth. Don't think the competition to win that first Super Truck Series championship isn't hot. Joe Rutman there saying if he could have got close enough to Mike Skinner, he'd have bumped him. He's chasing him for the Series championship. Final finishing order is in. Let's take a look at it. Young John Kinder will finish 38. Walker Evans, 37th this evening. Scott Lagacy, an accident, finishes 36th. Butch Miller, tough luck tonight, 35th. Going in uh, 34th position tonight uh, was Dennis Setzer in that Dodge. In th- 33rd, uh, Bill Sedrick's truck. In 32nd, Chad Little. In 31st, uh, Gary St. Amant. In uh, the 32nd position, or excuse me, 30th position was a uh, truck uh, driven by T.J. Clark this evening. And 29th goes to Ron Keselowski. 28th, 
was Mike Chase. 27th went to the young driver Tommy Archer. Going in the 26th position was uh, the Ken Allen truck who spun out earlier this evening. Going at 25th position this evening was Todd Massey. 23rd position or 24th position was uh, Bugs Harefield, the Virginia driver. And going in 23rd position was the Bob Brevac truck. 22nd position finishing tonight, Coach Jerry Glanville. 21st will be Bob Strait. The 20th finisher will be Toby Butler. Finishing 19th is John Nemechek. 18th finisher tonight, Rodney Combs Jr. 17th will belong to Sammy Swindell with Rodney Combs finishing in 16th. 15th will be where Ron Hornaday ends up. 14th, Steve Fortingay. 13th, Hermie Sadler. The 12th finisher is Rick Corelli. 11th is where Johnny Benson ends up. The 10th finisher is Jack Sprague. Finishing 9th is where Mike Bliss. Finishing 8th, Daryl Waltrip ended up there tonight. Finishing in the 7th position, that'll be Derek Cope in 6th was Todd Bodine, fifth finisher. Ken Schrader, you heard from Joe Rutman, he finished fourth. Mike Skinner finished third. Second was Jeff Bodine, and Terry Labonte finished in the uh, first position. He is celebrating still in victory lane, the photos and the pictures and so on all being taken. So that wraps up the Super Truck Series portion of the triple header here at Richmond tonight. Tomorrow night, we'll be here for a couple of different things. First, we'll have coverage of Bush Pole qualifying for you at 5.30 Eastern Time, followed by the NASCAR Bush Series race, the Autolite 250, 7.15 Eastern Time. Randy LaJoy on the pole for that race. Second round qualifying for the Bush Series cars here tomorrow. 61 cars here to get 38 starting positions. Some nerve-wracking afternoon here at Richmond. Tomorrow, we'll have the race for you tomorrow night at 7.15. Then on uh, Saturday night, the Miller 400 for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Terry Labonte going for three Richmond Winston Cup wins in a row. Our broadcast at 7.15 Eastern Time. And if you are becoming a fan fast of this NASCAR Super Truck Series by Craftsman, we'll be with this series at their next race, Saturday, September 23rd. The Goodies 150 at Martinsville, Virginia. We'll also be with them for the Lowe's Home Improvement Warehouse 150 at North Wilkesboro on Saturday, September 30th. So that'll do it for our coverage from here in Richmond this Thursday night. Thanks to uh, Judy Robinson and Claudette Van Schack, who had the scoring loop for us tonight. Our thanks to Mike Bagley for his coverage in the turns, and to Joe Moore and Winston Kelly on the pit road. For Jim Phillips, I'm Alan Bestwick, congratulating Terry Labonte, winner of the Fast Mart Super Truck Shootout at Richmond. Talk to you tomorrow night with the NASCAR Bush Series Auto Light 250. Good night. MRN Radio. Coverage of the NASCAR Super Truck Series by Craftsman has come to you from the Richmond International Raceway. Sponsored by Ray Bestus. When it comes to safety, don't compromise. Say Ray Bestus, the best in brakes. By Gatorade Thirst Quencher, the official sports beverage of NASCAR. Hey, life's a sport. Drink it up by your local Ford dealers who invite you to see the exciting lineup of tough Ford trucks by the next generation of diehard batteries by Plasticoat, the official spray paint of NASCAR and by Chevrolet. One car company has won more races in the history of NASCAR. Genuine Chevrolet. The executive producer of MRN Radio is John McMullen. Associate Producer, Alan Bestwick. Chief Engineer, Harry Howard. 
Affiliate Relations, David Hyatt, Cheryl Knight, and Stephanie Ellis. Remote Operations Director, Clark Moore. Production Assistants, Sandy Good and Gina Hulgren. This is Rick Lewis. This broadcast was a production of MRN Radio, a division of International Speedway Corporation. This week's MRN Classic Race has been brought to you by Hercules Tires.